Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. I am excited about the Lord. I know he's going to speak to me. Hallelujah. He's not going to pass me by. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Bible says, Jesus says, nobody can come to me unless the Father enables them. Aren't you glad you're enabled this morning? You can't see God unless he enables you. You can't experience God unless he enables you. All your religious seeking can't do it if God don't open the door for you to do it. Hallelujah. You might be here this morning, but you're not, you're not getting it this morning. Somehow or another you're enabled. Uh, you can reach as high as you can reach, but you still can't touch him unless he enables you. Huh? Hallelujah. And just because you come to church don't mean you're going to get it. He has to enable you. But all who seek him and truly seek him, he enables. In fact, in fact, the seeking is from God as well. Everything is just God. If you have any aspect from God, you didn't do it yourself. Hallelujah. So one might say, then why is it my fault then? Here's the thing. There's a scripture that says, it's better for you not to know God than for you to know him and turn your back on him. So it's good for some people not to know God. Because that's a worse state. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So those of us that know him, we don't want to turn back. Yeah. That puts us at the bottom of the list. We was at the top. Yeah. But if we turn back, we'll be at the bottom. And the rest of the sinners in the world be in the middle. 
And if the sinners can't make it to heaven, what will happen to those that turn back? But I know that's not you. So let's don't talk about that no more. I know you're not the ones that turn back from God. Therefore, Jesus told them, the right time for me has not yet come. For you, any time is right. Now, I believe only in the book of John do you find this phrase. And you find it two or three times in the book of John. It's not my time. My time has not yet come. Now, Jesus had fed the multitude. He got into a place in his ministry where a lot of his disciples had left. Now, this account in John, when he was going up to Jerusalem, was not the Passover. This was not the time when he went up and was crucified. This was the Feast of Tabernacles, which is in late September. And it's a week of celebrating. It celebrates the harvest of crops, and it's also celebrate coming out of Egypt. So this was not... This going up to Jerusalem, where this scripture, uh, the uh, uh, verses around it is speaking about, this is not the time when he went to Jerusalem and was betrayed and crucified. This was another time he went to Jerusalem. So it's the Feast of Tabernacles. You read that in about verse 1 or verse 2. It was the Feast of Tabernacles which is about five days after Yom Kippur or the Day of Atonement. That's the day that sin is taken away. Passover is when Jesus was crucified, and that's usually around uh, late March or April, somewhere in there. So this is further down in the year. And so his brothers, his physical brothers, you know, and they didn't believe in him, but they were saying to him, you need to go up to Jerusalem and perform these miracles where your disciples can see you. Now, everything seems to imply that Jesus' disciples were not around him at this time. In fact, many of his disciples had left him because of some things he was preaching and teaching. So, it seems like that not even the twelve were around. Uh, so his brothers told him he needs to go to Jerusalem uh, so his disciples can, can see the miracles he do. And he says, you know, you need to do this publicly. You know, they encourage him in own, but in a sarcastic way. You need to do this publicly. You know, show the whole world who you are. And Jesus said, it's not my time. Some people think it's right now is the time to show the whole world who you are. <laughs> Jesus said, not my time. <laughs> no. In fact, he was staying away from Jerusalem because they was wanting to kill him. So he stayed in Galilee, which was about a 32-hour walk nonstop from where Jesus was roughly to Jerusalem. And that would be equate to three to four days of walking. So he told his brothers, no, you go on ahead. I'm going to stay back. It's not my time to go. Now, 
So that means he was going to be late. In fact, as you read a little further in Scripture, we realize that it's only about halfway through the feast that Jesus shows up. Because he told his brothers to go on, that it was not his time. And so they went on. And then a little while, he decided to go up. But it says he went up privately, not publicly. They wanted him to go public. He wanted to go private. Yeah. The devil always wants you to go public. <laughs> but Jesus goes private. I really doubt if Christ was alive today, he would be putting much of his stuff on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Because uh, the world always wants you to go public. We like to go public. And we want it now. Now's the time. You know, now this this scripture is not a scripture for those who like to procrastinate and be late for everything. So, so don't get me, don't get this scripture, don't misinterpret the scripture here and that. Uh, as it's like when when Lazarus was sick, Jesus waited two days, and by the time he got there, he was dead. This scripture seems to imply that Jesus is uplifting, procrastinating, and being late to everything. You know, halfway through, halfway through the service, you know, right? So if somebody comes into service halfway through, uh, uh, they think they're Jesus, you know, they come in halfway through. Now, this is not what this is about. This is about the Lord knowing that it's not his time. Jerusalem was in a stir. Some of them liked him, some of them didn't like him. Some of them thought he was from God, some of them thought he was the deceiver. So he says, it's not my time. So he goes up privately. And about halfway through the feast, he begins to teach. Now the synagogue was a very big compound, so you'd find people teaching in all the little corners of the synagogue. It wasn't like the, everybody in the synagogue started listening to him. It'd be these little groups all around. You didn't have a a designated service for say. So he went up privately until the right time, until the Spirit moved him. And all of chapter 7 doesn't even seem to mention his 12 disciples. So where they was at, we don't know. Was the there and it's just not been included? John left them out. John didn't even say he was there, but somehow John found out about this because he wrote it down, right? Um, so, private, not public. We always want everything now. We don't want to wait on God. Now, one thing for sure, if he went up early, they probably would have tried to kill him in September instead of probably, you know, April or what have you the following year. So, he wouldn't even go up with his brothers, with his family, because it was a family thing, the, the Feast of Tabernacles. That's when they'd have a whole week of celebrating, and, you know, we think Trinidad loves holidays. Now the Jews love holidays, you know. Uh, 
they had holidays. They had God holidays. So they was, you know, it was written down in stone almost. So you, you, you partied, you know, you lined for a whole week. You, the Feast of Tabernacles, they'd build little booths. And they still do that in the States. You could go to the States um, where the Jews live. And even though they have a, an apartment or something, they don't really go out in the desert. But they little bit build little booths on their balconies and out in the yard and all kinds of things. And they, they celebrate for a whole week, you know. My time has not yet come. And Jesus said something to his brothers. He says, for you, any time is right. Because the world loves you. But the world don't love me. See, when you truly follow Jesus, you don't have much favor in the world. You will have favor with men that believe in God, but you don't have a lot of favor. So everything's got to be done on God's timing. God's got you blessed, but you got to follow him. God's got it. And it's not about coming halfway, you know. Thing, same thing had been said is you could arrive early. It's about moving with the Spirit of God. And knowing that the Lord is the one who decides when you're blessed. The truth is the devil was trying to tempt Jesus through his brothers. They were saying, you know, you know, you you need to you need to reach the whole world. Huh? Remember what Satan said in the temptations? Hmm? If you bow down to me, I'll give you all of this, all these cities. You need to teach to the whole world. Huh? You need to be public. You need to let everybody know who you are and what you are. Huh? Hmm? Anybody ever tell you that? Anybody ever encourage you? Don't you love people to encourage you? Some people are encouraging you to hell, you know. Uh, don't you love it when people encourage you? You can do this. You can do this. You could buy this. You could get this job. You could do that. You'll be successful. they encouraging you right off a cliff. Because hmm? they're trying to push a time on you that's not your time. Hmm. They're trying to... Produce a season that is not your season. It says that Jesus' relationship with God was private. When do you talk to God the most? Do you talk to God the most privately or publicly? If you talk to God the most in public, there's a big caution on that. Uh, your relationship with God is, is a private relationship. Even when people pulling on you, you don't go because the Lord ain't released you to go yet. Uh, now I'm not, again, I'm not uh, commending individuals that are just stubborn and want to be in control of everything, right? We just axing them out, the people that like to procrastinate. And the people that just like for everybody to do what they're doing, we axing those people out. Because I'm sure there's none of those people in the house this morning. <laughs> we can always wish, right? So, it's, it's about waiting. It's not my time yet. Huh? It's not my time yet to get married. It's not my time yet to buy a car. It's not my time yet 
to move. It's not my time yet. Huh? Now remember, we're not promoting procrastinating. Because I've known some people, 20 years, they're still saying it's not my time. You're going to run out of time one day, you know. Uh, uh. And I'm not talking to people that are sitting on the couch this morning and say, oh, hmm, church is in 20 minutes. It's not my time yet. <laughs> it's not my time to come to church. I, I'm not, we're not promoting that, right? What we're promoting is those things that we're tempted to do. And we know the Lord is not releasing us to do those things just yet. See, it's learning to listen to Him. I think we were singing about that, right? We were singing about that. Look at that. It just lines up. Pa, 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 pa. Not even planned. Uh, not even planned. I guess that was the right time to sing that song, the right time for this message. Isn't it beautiful when God does something? Uh, uh. You know, sometimes you're planting a lime. And when you're planting that lime, it just don't work out. Uh, it ends up being the back and out. And then when the police show up uninvited, you know it was not at the right time for the. Uh, uh. Who, 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 who's, uh, somebody's planting a lime. Who, who's planting this lime? Somebody's planting a, some kind of outing. Uh, who's planning that? You planning something? You ain't planning no kind of party. No kind of get-together. Not big, not small. Hmm, somebody right in here is. Hmm, so you don't do parties. And I'm talking about birthday parties, uh, anniversary parties, Thanksgivings. You don't ever plan a party? Hmm. Hmm, just not a party person. You don't even go to a party. Huh? I saw over some I don't go nowhere. You don't go to no parties? No. Hmm. Who's planning a lime? Somebody's planning a lime. Who is it? I didn't say it's bad or good. Hmm? I find you might be blessing on it. Hmm? Might be a blessing on it. Mm -hmm. See, when you listen to the Lord, sometimes you're talking and you realize, you planning a lime? All right, it's us. Again, he's by himself. <laughs> yes, it's us. We are planning a, a picnic. A picnic for when? Later. Today? Yes, but we're looking at the weather, you know, we have to... Oh, looking at the weather? Weather going to be fine. It's always fine for a picnic. <laughs> Amen. If it don't work outside, we take it inside, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not home here, it's, out, it's outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going somewhere. Mm -hmm. So just, just a outing? Yeah. Family outing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Family, some relatives. Mm-hmm.
Halo. Halo. Hai. Um, Prophet, um, the bookstore plan and I'm tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mommy Janice, I had... Where's the other one? Mm-hmm. Karen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everybody planning a party. I didn't get invited to any of them. You get invited, Jose? No problem. Is your wife's family going to be there? Yeah. Uh huh. back the rain wherever you have in this line. And you're going to have a wonderful time. Amen. Mm. Amen. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to like yourself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. You just got to like yourself. Forget about what everybody else might think. You just got to like yourself sometimes. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're going to have a wonderful time. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who's cooking? Everybody. Everybody cooking? Everybody cooks something, yeah. All right, that's nice potluck. So you're going to have a wonderful time. You'll be blessed. Amen. I still don't know who exactly I'm looking for. Tell you, your your lamb lime is the bookstore. Yeah, ma- mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ma- mommy, mommy Janice bookstore lime. Uh huh. Sister Janice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all gonna take any books with you? <laughs> I have to. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna walk in the house and see some books out in the lobby ha- hanging out and talking to each other. Am I? No prophet. Uh, they just out there dancing, you know. I guess I'm the only one that thought that was funny. Um, I think funny books dancing. <laughs> Turning pages, you know. I am looking for somebody else, you know. Mm. Y'all will be blessed. Amen. You have in line, you're planning one. I'm looking for somebody that's planning one. Somebody that's planning one and they're struggling to plan this line. Is that you? Stand up, please, and, t- and tell me. Actually, I was thinking about having a line for my birthday coming April. That's my 50th birthday, so. All right. What day in April? Of, uh, 11th. 11th? Mm-hmm. Mine's the 16th. <laughs> <laughs> Your 50th birthday. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you was planning a line. So you ain't got nobody to plan a line for you? Um. 
something I'm accustomed doing, so uh, it's just a thought, you know. You're accustomed to having your own, throwing your own birthday yeah, party. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice somebody give you a birthday party? <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yes. I believe the Lord could work that out. Uh, you just kind of, just kind of chill a little bit, right? And you're going to realize somebody's going to come along and suggest having a birthday party by their place. Hmm? Okay. Hmm? I receive that. <laughs> Sometimes you got to give people a chance. Yes. Sometimes you don't want See, if you always have to throw your own birthday parties, see, one year, if I throw my own birthday party and always have people show up, one year I should not throw it. And see who wishes me happy birthday. And wonder if I've been feeding all these people for all these years. And they don't even like me. <laughs> Somebody will plan a birthday party. At least parts of it. I see them inviting you and saying, why don't you come by here? And, and, and let's, let's have your birthday party. Okay. Yes. You believe that? I believe it, yes. I, 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 um, so you, you know anybody that kind of lives out in the rural area type? This doesn't seem to be a city setting that I'm seeing. Um, can't think of anybody right now. All right. Mm -hmm. So you know anybody that's uh, got money enough to throw you a party? <laughs> we have uh, to, probably, yes. Somebody going to throw you a party. Give them a chance, right? Huh? See there, I knew I was talking to you. See, that'd be a first. I hear you. I hear you. That'd be a first. You know, sometimes it's just, you see, they, they're not going to do the whole thing, but they're going to do part of it. Right? All right. And it's going to be a sign to you that God is smiling on you, right? Okay. <laughs> At least, in, at least the location-wise, okay. right? So the next thing is that this whole thing about turning 50, you know, that, that's a, you know, from small, I don't know, we just like even numbers. Somehow or another we take 100, we're going to die at 100, we get old at 50. It's something about crossing that line of 50. That sometimes, and sometimes it's 51 or 52 before it hits us, but somewhere in there there's this, 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 feeling that we get no don't give in to that feeling no i'm not <laughs> don't don't accept it mm -hmm. because if you can never make it over that 50 hurdle mark you'll live a long time but some people just can't handle 50 you know i'm, I'm good with it you're good with it yes i am all right so may you be more good with it <laughs> yes yes because sometimes it just creeps up on you you know mm -hmm. sometimes you you, you think you're good with something and it just creeps upon you and then it's like, you know, because yeah? you turn 50 and then you don't, uh, you don't really know nobody that would ever even throw you a birthday party, you know, so, you know, uh, and, and I'm not, I, I don't want you to hear what I'm saying wrong. I'm just speaking what I feel free in the Lord to say to you, right? And sometimes, you know, you, you don't feel like there's nobody to throw you a party and then there's 50 and it's like, uh, and, and, I, and I love your bravery to face it, but sometimes it is, there's a little trauma that comes with that. I'm not saying it has to be, 
I'm just saying don't let it be. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, we can we can live to be quite old without being crippled, without medication, without all those things. Amen. That true? True. Yes. And the Lord will always find us something to live for. Right? And if we don't like the people that uh, come to our birthday party, we, we'll go somewhere else and find some more people. Huh? I remember when I was um, first started out in ministry, or when I started evangelizing, uh, my family, they wasn't too big on birthdays, but I had gotten away from them and I was just traveling around with a bunch of strangers. And they'd throw me the best birthday party I ever had. Hmm? So there's a lot of life out there for you. Amen. What you want for your birthday? Hmm. I'm not sure. You're not sure. You can't think of one thing you want for your birthday. One thing, just spit it out. A house. A house. You want a house for your birthday? My own home. Your own home. Your own home. You rent now? Yes, sir. All right. You like to have your own home? Oh, yes, I do. All right. All right. Now, that's one of those things, you know, sometimes once you get 50, Sometimes people don't want to give you a loan. Sometimes they will. Mm -hmm. But with God, it's possible. You just got to open up your heart and say, Lord, I just receive your blessing. Because I believe the Lord would like everybody to have their own home. Without too expensive payments, you know, something, yes. we can, something we can manage, you know, something that don't take all our food money. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if the, if the Lord if the Lord begin to work something out towards a home before the end of the year you would know that God spoke to you today? Yes. He's going to start to turn some things in that direction. Amen. That things are possible. Yes? Yes. I don't see it coming into completion this year, but there's going to be a lot of hope in that direction. You receive that? I receive it. All right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. My time is not yet. Hmm? Until God says it's yet. In this world, it's always now. We want it now. And we want it publicly. And we want to make a big deal about it. But see, God don't move like that. Uh -uh. See, the people of this world move like that. Yeah. They see an open door and they've gone through it. Hmm? They see a chance to publicize something. And especially today with all this media, we put in our every thought on media, yes. All you gotta do is, is look at somebody's uh, look at somebody's uh, page and uh, their status, and, and you find out everything about them. You know, huh? Even a bandit to say, okay, they go to work at this time. They come, all right. It's a date. <laughs> Everything's on there, huh? And not only that, they they showing their jewelry off. 
Uh, they're showing their jury up. They're showing the room as they're on the. They're pulling out the drawer and it's in there. <laughs> It's real easy to be a bandit these days, you know. <clears throat> all you need, all you need is just get to get their account, you know, and you can go at it. <clears throat> Save a lot of time. <clears throat> these days, husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends, they. They already got trackers on your phone. And your messages pick up on their phone. Oh my. Nobody trusts nobody, you know. Huh? Huh? So much for private thoughts. <laughs> we can't have private thoughts anymore. We make everything public. You shouldn't tell people everything that God has spoken to you. Uh, shouldn't do that. Should move privately with the Lord and let Him bless your life. But what happens when we get excited? When things start to happen good, you tell your friends, you know. That's the worst thing you can do is tell your friends about your good fortune. Because uh, they get jealous. And they start to spiritually jeopardize your blessing. Hmm? Yes. Mm hmm. There's someone in here right now. You have too good of friends or too many friends. And one of those friends is not your best friend. You tell them things. You tell them too much. And the person I'm talking to is not too far away from me. You tell them too much. Uh, you ever realize when things are about to turn out good for you and all at once seem like you cursed or something and the blessing just gets taken away. But if you think about it, there's somebody you're always telling. Hmm? Somebody else's jealousy can spiritually curse you. Especially if you trust somebody enough, you, you, you're telling them, hey, guess what? This is about to happen. And they, and they, and they say they're so happy for you with kind of a twisted eye and a crooked mouth, you know. They're just, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, A lot of times, a lot of times, I, I don't tell people when I'm about to get blessed. I don't even tell them after I'm blessed. I just, you know, the downside is that nobody's know how blessed you are until later on, you know. After so much time has passed, there ain't nothing they can do about it, you know. I wonder who that is. Wonder who has a a good partner. They think they have a good partner. Maybe a good partner is hindering you because you want to be all public about it. Hmm? You know, you, you get an opportunity and you want to go out and celebrate. You know, people that get a job ain't worked one day, they want to go out and celebrate. That's dangerous stuff right there, you know. You want to go out and celebrate. 
a devil gonna see you celebrate and he gonna see what he can do to, to jeopardize that huh? you gotta know how to hold your blessings just keep them private between you and God huh? you might want to come out and dance yes if you want to dance wait till a song comes on so they think you dance into the don't, don't let them know because when you're dancing without music oh oh no they got blessed when you see somebody dance without music you know man they blessed or they high hmm? yes and if you're high they're gonna see it and they're gonna want some of your stuff so you shouldn't dance without music But someone in here, you know, you have a friend you're always talking to about your blessings. But you realize your life has not been very blessed. Mm -hmm. Wonder who that person is. Mm -hmm. I think he might be over here in this corner somewhere. Anybody you you um, it's like you start to get blessed, there's all this hope and then it just don't work out. Who am I talking to? Just don't work out. Hmm? So what about you? You have a partner you confide in a lot? This gentleman right here. Do you have a partner you confide in a lot? Huh? Not really. So that's not you. you. Don't have no partners. Hmm. No partners. All right. Hmm. says that's not him. So I'm going to try to believe him. So who is it then? Somebody you're always talking to, but it, first the first the first revelation is that you often have, you know, it, it's like you're expecting something good, but it just don't ever happen. It's like you're expecting something good, you get excited about it, you got hope in it, but it just don't it just don't ever seem to happen. Uh, now, first of all, the Bible says the Lord does not tempt us, so the Lord don't dangle something in front of you and, and take it away. The Lord promises you things. 
You know, the Lord would say to Peter, walk on the water. If you want to walk on the water, he'd say, walk on the water. But when Peter doubted, he sunk. And the Lord says, why did you doubt? You think that's you? Prophet, actually, it's not me. It's my son. It's your son. This morning, just before I came, I was having a chat with him. So he started to tell me some of the things that come in true for him. But he's always talking to somebody on the phone. I tell him, I say, boy, you must hush him out. You like to tell people your business too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that certainly sounds like hmm, someone I might be looking for. Let's just go with him, right? Mm -hmm. And he can't understand why Mama's telling him that. Yeah. Prophet, every time something about to happen, something positive, when I ask him about it, and then we'll out and ask him because he just talk too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> because first thing, you can boast in something so much that you can jeopardize it. And then you can tell people, you know, some people pretend to be your buddy, you know. They just your buddy because you're broke like them. Same thing I was telling him. I said, not everybody who you talk to is your friend. Some people don't want to see you succeed. Yeah. And he's like, mommy, you always negative. I said, that's not being negative. Mm -hmm. I said, that's from experiences because you just talk too so much. You, so you, you, you find this clip, yeah. right? And you show it to him. Will do. <laughs> your mama's right this time, you know. <laughs> Quit telling everybody. Wait till you get the keys in your hands. Wait, wait till it's off. Wait till it's final. Uh, all right, we're gonna send him the message. You gonna see? I'm gonna take up for Mama now. I ain't, I ain't saying everything you're doing perfect, but right here we're we gonna, we're gonna agree right here. Amen. Amen. We could just prophesy right here. I don't, I don't know if anybody want prophecy. Yes. What? Yes. Mm -hmm. Now might not be my time. But do take heed to these words. Don't rush to try to make something happen before time. Don't try to get married before time, get rich before time, change jobs before time, get a house before time. Wait for God's timing. And here's the thing, God's not slow. He just got timing. He's not slow, he just got timing. And he knows where you're headed. And he knows, you know, he knows who's gonna be at the counter and who's not gonna be at the counter. Uh, sometimes used to, when I go through immigrations, I would, I'd be standing in line, you know. Sometimes you get fearful and you start trying to figure out which immigration officer you're going to go to because you're looking to see if, they're, if they look like they're Christians and might be nice to missionaries, you know. Yeah. You try to, and before long, you just say, forget that. Lord, timing. That's why I don't like to break lines. Because when you break lines, uh, that's when you get the bad piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah, you run the red light. Yes, when you see, because when you 
when you lined up there for, up there for your KFC, you know, you lined up there, and, and, and you see a chance to break line or squeeze in, you know, see, you're breaking timing. And so you know, you know that cheating and deceiving and lying is not within God's timing. So you know that when you, when you steal or you, 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 you take a place or you try to push yourself in a place, you know it's out of timing. When you got to lie to get a position, you know you're not in timing. You ain't in God's timing. Huh? So even if you get the job, you may not get to keep the job. Just keep it long enough to boast everybody that you got a good job, and then you get fired because it's not your job. Huh? See? See, that's a message Trinidad needs because they don't know nothing about staying in line, you know. Uh, I don't know if they don't teach art in school. And when, when, when the little Trinidadians are small, they don't teach them what a straight line is. I have never seen a straight line in Trinidad. I mean, it's... Uh, it looked like it was a drunk person. High on marijuana. They just... See, the line is all over the place. And it's all over the place so much. Are you in line? <laughs> the ziggy zaggy, you know. <laughs> so it's not my time yet. So wait your time. Don't break time. Don't try to be rich before time. Don't try to be married before time. Hmm? Don't try to get to the girl before your, your partner gets to the girl. Oh, Lord, I'm talking to somebody now. Uh, uh, I like to talk about things as reverent. I like when God is reverent, when he speaks something. And when the Lord's talking, ah, that's me. He's talking about me. I, I, I love that. Because if God ain't talking about nobody in here, then I'm out of time. I like to be in time. See, you're afraid somebody's going to get that girl, you know. So you, you're doing all kinds of things trying to get to her. But see, you're out of time. You're doing all kinds of things publicly. But you're out of time. You're going to miss your blessing. Mm -hmm. All right, who wants a word this morning? Who needs a word? says I have a heart for somebody on the third row on the left side mm -hmm. somebody that's misbehaved but God has a heart for them so who has misbehaved on this row there's something there's something you feeling bad about You've misbehaved on this road. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. 
Josanne never misbehaves. So. <laughs> At least in her head. <laughs> so who is that? The Lord says I have a heart for somebody on the third row that, that has misbehaved. Isn't that strange that the Lord would have a heart for somebody that misbehaved? Sometimes God knows you. that's not you. And, and you do something that you really didn't want to do and you don't know how to come back. That's you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what did you, what did you do? Mm. Can you tell me? You can't tell me? Let's see. You said something you shouldn't have said. Is that true? That's it. You got to speak up. That mic can't pick up head shaking. <laughs> That's true. What? Yes, Father. So we can just say that you said something you shouldn't have said. Yeah, you just open your mouth and you said something. I think I'm gonna be doing something too. You did something too. Say so not only open you, you want to whisper in my ear? Uh, yes, huh? Yes. Come I even I even I even cut the mic off. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Don't it feel good to confess? Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Now we're not we're not uh we're not Catholic. Yeah. Uh, listen, first thing is, first thing is, you know, we always knock in churches instead of realizing that we're all preaching the same Christ. Actually, there's nothing wrong with confessional booths and confessing. Yes? Uh, I'm not sure I approve of all the remedies, but the solutions, but there's nothing wrong with that. Now, you know, we're not Catholic, but we have 12 prayer rooms where you make confession. No, I'm sorry, it's prophetic counseling. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's, not, it's not where the priest goes in the little booth and pretends nobody knows who he is. And you go into the little booth. I don't know if they have that down here in Trinidad. Probably, right? And then the, the priest opens this little thing so you can commune, you know. Like you don't know who the priest is, you know. I mean, it's a small church. You don't know who the priest is. But anyway, and you make your confession. But our confessional rooms or prayer rooms, you know, you're face to face. Sometimes it feels so good to confess, you know. Uh, especially if you do things in secret and that type of thing. And then you, you're feeling bad about it. Now, <clears throat> Sometimes when you expect a buffing, God says, you know, my, what did I say? My heart goes out to someone on the third row, yes, who has misbehaved. Isn't that strange that God's heart would go out to somebody that's misbehaved? But the Lord knows 
when we regret things that we have done and we're uncertain about things and especially if we hide yes yes so be forgiven but think about what I said Sometimes we're afraid to let God bless our life. Sometimes we're afraid to open the door. We don't know what the Lord wants. Yes. Sometimes we see the Lord like we see police. Uh, the police might be trying to help you, but you just all they want you just assume that they're there to arrest you for something. Your neighbor lied on you or you did something, they're going to take you in, you know. <laughs> Sometimes we see God like that, you know. You know, we're afraid if we get a word, it's going to be a boof. Mm. If the Father doesn't enable us, we can't come to the Son, you know. And there's many ways that God enables us to come to Him. And ways He encourages us. Hmm? See, just like this situation, some of you got some things on your chest. Some things you know you're hiding and you just, you can't, you can't get over it. You just feel bad about it. Don't you know that's cursing you? That's robbing you? It's hurting your prosperity? When you just need to be open about things. And I assure you that if you need someone to talk to, the people in the prayer room will listen to you. They will not judge you, nor will they put your business on Facebook after you leave. If they even speak it, I will come after them. Yes, I believe in listening to somebody's confession and throwing it away. I don't even keep it on file against you. Because if somebody is faithful enough and love God enough to repent, we should love God enough to forgive. I'm looking for someone. There's someone in here that has gallstones. Gallstones. What is gallstones? What's gallstones? Anybody know? In your bladder? In your gallbladder. Thank you. And I assume that would be painful periodically, right? All right. Mm -hmm. 
Is that someone in here? Hmm? You have pain in your in your bladder. Is that somebody in here? somebody have pain in that area maybe you don't know what that is you just got pain in that area these down for me. You writing these down for me? You writing them down? All right. That's nobody in here. Nobody in here. Or nobody in here that knows somebody close to them that has it. You know somebody? Mike, 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 Mike. Mm, where did Glenn go? Prophet, mm, 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 mm. my sister, after me, she had surgery in December for the gallbladder. Okay. But she's still very sore from it. She's very sore from it? Yeah. Mm. December. Yeah. Okay, that's when in December? Uh, around the 21st or 22nd. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 One usher disappeared and this one got drunk. So. <laughs> Has she been back to the doctor? Um, mm. Honestly, Prophet, uh, can I tell you, easy? Because this is kind of private. All right, <laughs> come tell me, private, easy. The Lord, Lord's smiling on you today, isn't he? Huh? For everybody else. Uh huh. For every, that's all right. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. We've seen that happen a lot of times in here. That that you get a word for somebody else. Amen. Amen. Mm. Well, 
I, I see in this place that's that's very raw. It looked like the surgery might have been a little rough. They did incisions. They didn't um, actually cut her. Uh -huh. So what they did was do incisions okay. and take out the whole gallbladder because uh -huh. there were stones on the inside. Okay. <clears throat> I see in this very raw area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that needs some healing. Yeah, and she hasn't been eating properly and stuff because of some days she are really she not she's right. really sore and hurting and all right yeah mm -hmm. you, you know she needs to forgive the situation right so I'm talking to you and to her right yeah I would I would Forg take the forgive the situation <laughs> yeah right. And from this moment, 1038 is the mm. moment I'm giving this word. You're going to realize from this moment, after you see this clip, you're going to realize from this moment that it started easing up. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. And that is God starting to heal you even now, even though you haven't heard me yet. Because God knows what we need before we ask. And that pertains to everything in your life. Amen. So your healing is starting at 1038 right now. And by the time you get this message, it's going to be a whole lot easier, a lot more comfortable, and you're going to find your healing, says the Lord. Amen. 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 Um, Prophet, my uncle in December, he was saying he had um, gallbladder stones. December too? Yeah. Huh? But he said he was taking something for it and okay. to flush it out. Uh-huh. So do you know whether or not he still has pain? He, he always has pain, Prophet. He always got pain? He always have. You mean he, all kinds of pain? Or all kinds of pain. He leg, he, he belly, uh -huh. back. He always complaining about a pee pain. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Always got pain. Always. <laughs> the Lord did not make you to always have pain. That is a lie from the enemy. Believe God has not ordained you always to have pain. Give your heart fully to the Lord and you're going to realize there's no more need for pain. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we use pain to forgive ourselves. You know what we like to do? We've always associated guilt with pain. The wages of sin is death. What that means technically is that whenever you do something wrong, you think you should suffer. And sometimes even to the point of death. The wages of sin is death. So what it means is when you do something wrong, by law, by biblical law, even by uh, political law, but by biblical law, you think you should suffer. So in the Old Testament, what they would do is they would sacrifice an animal instead of themselves, which was technically them sacrificing money because their animals was a part of commodity. So you had to hurt financially. Think about it. 
a farmer today knows that animals are money. Uh, in biblical days, you know, even sometimes you, you, you didn't have money, but your, your livestock was money. So when you sin, you sacrificed, ultimately, finances. Even though we would say we sacrificed blood. Uh, and so, yes, it was blood, but it also hurt your blood because it took your finances away as well. So, you know, that's, that's the way we are created. So when we do wrong, we open the door for punishment. When somebody does wrong, what's the first thing we say? You will get what's coming to you. And you only have one heart. You have two fingers, but it points at the same way. Right? So whether you're left hand or right hand. So when you do wrong... You open the door for pain or financial punishment. It's a given. ABC. Yes. ABC. You don't even have to believe in God to know that. It's ABC. Now how to get forgiven is a different thing. You don't even have to believe in God to understand that process of karma or what you sow is what you reap. But sometimes we don't take it very serious. And so a lot of times what happens with Christians is, and, and with our conscience being more open, because sometimes we're more conscious, oh, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have done that. We judge ourselves a whole lot more than heathens, yes? You know, heathens just say, well, I made a mistake. Christians, oh, we judge ourselves to the, you know, no, oh God, don't throw me in hell. You know, we. We judge ourselves. And so, also, that opens a door for punishment. A lot of times financially, can be physical, can be mental, but, but that's what we do. But when we trust in Jesus and God's love, that Jesus loves us. See, the message of the cross is, is not, the message of the cross is not so much that you take that blood and rub it over your sore. Because sometimes that's what we hear, you know, the blood of Jesus. And we think, we take that blood and we rub it over our sore and we heal. We take that blood and we rub it over our sin and, and you know, it, it washes away our sin. Now, there's nothing wrong with speaking it that way. But the truth is, what is the blood of Jesus but the love of God? God forgives you. He suffers for you. Yes, suffers for you. The same way. If, if you give me a hard time, but I still love you, that means I'm suffering for you. And sometimes we, we just, we misunderstand the love of God. Jesus dying on the cross means he's putting up with you. He's still loving you. Even to the point of death. And at the point of death. But sometimes we don't like to accept that. We had rather suffer and hurt. And figure it out ourselves, and all those things. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I know someone in the area, a friend, well, in the village, and his wife um, right now have got news that she has gallbladder stone. Uh huh. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And she don't want to go to the doctor. She she went, but um, they postponed. Um, they had to give her an appointment. In a a point. But she yeah. don't like doctors. 
Is that true? No, she don't like doctors. Is she thickish? She, yeah. She don't like doctors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she don't like hospital too, I understand. Yeah, she don't yeah. like, she like police better than doctors. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> she don't like doctors. She is a police officer. Oh. <laughs> she is a police officer. Uh, well, that explains that, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. All right. So you, you have faith to talk to her. Yes. You can talk to her. Yes. Yes, you could give her a message. Yes, I, yes. Can do that. Oh, the Lord wants people to witness today, huh? Yes, we want these chairs filled in here. Roseanne's going to give you a flyer petal, right? Yes. You can take it by her? Yes, yes. And her pain's going to ease up immediately. Amen. Right? Amen, amen. Now, amen. is she a believer? Catholic? Huh? Anglican. You don't know? I think it's Anglican. I think she's Anglican. Why is she believe? Yeah, okay. We don't believe in Anglicans. We believe in the Lord. <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. Hey, you take that you take that by her, right? Right? Yes. And you just tell her your prophet was talking about gallbladders and you yes, stood up yes. for her, right? Yes. And he said, Give you this this little flyer pedal, right? Yes. And that your pain is gonna ease up tremendously. Amen. Now it seems like she would wrestle a little bit to believe but we're going to make a believer out of her. Amen, amen, uh, amen. So much so that she wouldn't even have to go to the doctor. Amen. If she would just believe a little bit. Amen. Right? Yes. That it would just pass. Right? Amen. Right? Amen. You can do that? Yeah, All right. Perfect. Remind Josanne, right? Yeah, thank you. All right. All right. Somebody else? Huh? It's Ashton Villafana. He sent in a message about his sister. Uh, he said she came out of the hospital last night. Uh, it didn't, the doctors say they think it was kidney stones. Her name is Christina. But he says, I think it's my sister. He just wanted to respond to the word once he heard you talk about stones. But he think it's kidney stones and yeah. not gallstones. Mm -hmm. But did, did they pass? Um, waiting for him to respond. Did they pass? Mm -hmm. All right, so he's... Is she still in pain? Okay, so he's watching on YouTube. Is she still in pain? Mm-hmm. 
is the last gallstone. We'll see what else. <clears throat> if somebody else just receive what God does for one, he'll do for another. He said yes. <clears throat> I believe that sister's been here, and she she been here. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm, I think one sister had. Mm. Oh, they were thinking it's gallbladder as well. Uh huh. I command the pain oh, to leave you right now. To leave you right now. And I hear the Lord saying these words to you. You're not under stress and you're not under punishment. Quit saying that you are. Hmm? The Lord does not punish, so we punish ourselves by our wrong choices. Be forgiven and know that the Lord loves you. Amen. Amen. And he did confirm she's been here. I thought so. I thought I recognized their spirit. All right. You know sometimes why we don't like miracles? Because it makes God more real. Hmm? We like paper gods. That's why we don't like miracles, you know. That's why we like to discredit miracles. That's why we like to discredit a word of God. Because if it's real, then that means we need to step up our game. That means we need to take it more serious. Because sometimes we just say, God, are you real? You know God's real. You don't ask air if you're real. <laughs> you know God's real. But you just like to keep him in that mystery place, you know. Lord, is this really you? You know. And you know it's Lord. Ain't nobody else in the room. Mm -hmm. But we do that because we don't want to accept how real God is. And we don't want to accept that God can fix our life. He can change our life. He can make our life so wonderful. So who am I looking for? So Nicole, you're having a lime this afternoon. Mm. Are you looking forward to it? Have much. <laughs> um, 
Yes, I guess, yes. Uh-huh. Is this the lime? Is this the get-together? Yes, it's a nothing, nothing special. Are we celebrating something? No. No. Mm -hmm. Just trust the Lord. Y'all going to have a wonderful time. Amen. Yes. Yes, prophets. Just, you know, sometimes you do things in life. And I realize sometimes things are a mindset. Sometimes, you know, you got to do things. There's sometimes there's things I got to do, you know, I don't particularly like to do them. I just change my mindset. I say, Lord, this is your will. Let me be happy with it. It's not what I would prefer to do. But it's your will. Let me be happy with it. It was, it was actually my idea. You know, even though I'm not talking excited, but I mean, <laughs> it's your idea. <laughs> huh? It's your idea. Now you don't seem excited about it. I, I know. I don't know. It, it, it. That, that's a message all by itself. I've done that a lot. I've had these big ideas and get it started. I think, what is wrong with me? I feel as though. Um, is it, I don't think the excitement is not. I don't want to be excited. Is that it becomes an is another thing that I'm going to do. Uh huh. You know it. I I I, I enjoy it while I'm there, and I will enjoy it while I'm there. But see, you mustn't look at it like that. I believe God has told you to do that, and sometimes there's people that pull family together. And sometimes there's things God asked you to do and sometimes you have some hesitation afterwards because sometimes, you know, it's other people's attitudes. But once God tells you to do something, you should always be happy to do it from the beginning all the way through. Because hmm? I truly believe that the Lord has told you to arrange this party. Yes? Amen. Yes. That's what I'm hearing the Lord say. And he says, see it through and smile all the way through. Don't, don't count the cost. Amen. Don't count the time. Amen. Sometimes, I, I, I believe that sometimes I feel because of um, ways, you know, people ways sometimes. I think that was the, 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 not the dozing of my excitement. Yeah. Well, people are like oceans. They always have waves. Or ways are like waves, you know. That, that's a given. There's always going to be somebody that don't like your party. There's always going to be some negativeness. There's going to be positiveness, right? They're always going to be like that. When Jesus went to the, uh, the Feast of Tabernacles, in this scripture right down below it, it says some of them said, well, where is he at? Why is he not here yet? So when he comes, some of them are saying, he's a good man. And some of them said, no, he's a deceiver. You know, and so people can have the same attitude about your party. Yes, and I realize you—you're the—you're the person. This party, this—you're the person I was looking for. I didn't quite recognize it with your husband, but I recognize it when you—when you speak, that you're the person the Lord's looking for. Amen. Now see this thing through, smile through it. Amen. Yes, who don't like your potato salad? Who cares? <laughs> What you cooking? You cooking anything? What you cooking? Oh gosh, you exposing me now. Oh. What you cook? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> 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 
So Austin, did, did he cook anything? Me? Him. Yes. I'll say he cooked something. Yes. Well, that counts. The two are one. <laughs> what he cook? The fried chicken. The fried chicken. All right, just say. He made the groceries too to get the stuff. All right, together. just say. Just say we. Amen. Right? Yes. Yes. Say say we 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 prepared the yeah. chicken. Yeah, we we prepared. Yes, we. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. When you do things, you know, a lot of times when you do things, you can always find somebody that grumbles. I'm not saying nobody's going to grumble. I'm just speaking this to everybody. When you do things, you can always find somebody that don't like what you did. They jealous or they this or they that or they just miserable all the time. You can, don't, don't let that rain on your parade. If God tells you to do something, you do it and you see it through and you smile. And if, and if, it's, if, if it's work, if it's difficulty, listen, you worked unto the Lord. There's many ways to work unto the Lord. If God wanted you to get your family together, get the family together, then that's your work unto the Lord today. Amen? So see it that way. Right? God loves a, a happy server. Amen. So see it that way. Amen. Right? Yes. Don't, don't, don't count the cost and don't count the hours and don't count the work. Amen. Count the glory. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank you. And if there's any heathens there, say, I just bless the Lord for this day. <laughs> That's your chance to preach. When's the last time you preached in preaching class? A while. All right. I'm going to send you on a preaching engagement. All right. When's the last time you preached? Austin. A while. All right. All right. We, we got a congregation. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, 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 we got a congregation, you know. Ain't nothing better than church and fried chicken. <laughs> church is chicken. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is there somebody pregnant in the family? Hmm. I see a baby. What? I don't, I, you don't want another one, do you? No. I know what it's huh? No. No. <laughs> I, no, not really. No, you know, people. We're going to get the yes here in a minute, isn't it? No, no, you're not going to get the yes from me. At this point in time, you know what I mean? This is not your time. All right, no. I understand. No. No. <laughs> I know. I try to convince Miss Abby Noel. I try and agree with her, you know, but she keeps quarreling with herself. No, no pregnancy that I know of in my family. Uh-huh. But I keep seeing this with little baby. Austin, you want another one? No? You, you have got enough. All right. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what you was talking. I was just seeing this little baby. And I saw like this little hat for a baby. It's like some, some baby clothes and this little hat for a baby. Mm -hmm. All right, then. You know, people, they, tend, they ask you if you have two boys. And then they say, well, you trying for the girl, you know. Also, you know? they're trying to push a girl on you. Yeah. Because I think this is a girl I'm seeing. And so it makes me come question to, myself to, sometimes. Come to think of it, I see a pink hat. The, right. the hat is pink. It's not blue. I think I'm happy. You I think, think I'm, you're happy. I'm good. All right. 
my mother had four boys and she finally gave up. Well, if you're happy, be happy. Don't let nobody push again. Don't let nobody tell you you're supposed to have a girl. Right? And if that's what you want, then let the Lord speak. But don't let nobody push you to that. Right? Because if, if people start saying that a lot and then you start to open up your heart a little bit to believe that. See, that's, I'm not saying this is the devil, but that's the way the devil gets at you. He gets you to start thinking about something. And that gets you to open up your door for things to happen. If that's not what you want, if you're happy with your two sons, be happy with them. Yeah? Yes. Yes, brother. Mm, I, I don't hear the Lord speaking yay or nay on it either way. I just, I just saw the little baby, which is, I think, obviously a girl with the pink hat. Mm. But you kind of wanted a girl, though, didn't you? Um, not really. Not really? You don't like girls? <laughs> Boys. Uh, uh, no. All right. So if you're happy, be happy. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Maybe i got time for one more. Woo. Quick, 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 quick. asking about am I going to pass my exam or is that both of you that's both of you mm -hmm. right <laughs> three of you huh uh-huh stand up if you want to pass all the Lord asked you to do is to study he'll do the rest <laughs> okay, okay. yeah mm -hmm. But don't let the world, don't let the world pressure you. If you study, why wouldn't you pass? Amen. Mm. See, sometimes we, we think, am I going, am I going to pass? I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But you don't even realize how the devil works in that. He creates doubt. If you study, the Lord loves you, why wouldn't you pass? Mm. Don't let the devil put them doubts in your head. Huh? Because next thing he'll do, he'll get in your head. And this, this is a game a devil play. You'll be studying, and the devil will say, you don't remember this. This is in life too, you know. Yeah, maybe you're studying the Bible or whatever, or studying, and you're studying, and you think, okay, okay. And then the devil says, you don't remember this. And then all at once, he blocks it from you, and you can't even find it, the answer. You know what I'm talking about? That's the devil working. Because he's tempting you. That's like Jesus being up on the temple. And, 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 and Satan said, throw yourself down and God will take care of you. And Jesus says, do not tempt the Lord your God. The devil will come and try to give you a quiz and test. 
but he gonna block the answer just to make you start doubting yourself with God all things is possible don't let the devil do that to you yes yes y'all are the Lord's um, young ladies and he wants y'all witnessing with all your teeth out and giving him the praise and the glory for those wonderful grades amen amen all right hallelujah Josiane you closing Everybody have a wonderful week. Hallelujah. Thank you. Listen, don't let nobody pressure you into something. If it's not your time, it's not your time, right? Don't be trying to make something happen when it's not your time. Don't be breaking lines. Hmm? Don't be breaking lines because you break a line, you may get what you want, but the person standing in your place gets the blessing. Hmm? Don't break a line. Don't lie to get a position. Be who you are. God's got it for you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Be blessed.